0: It is the 200 level, episode 247. Mike Carpenter in the basement for what was a very messy first half. Illinois trailing only by two against Maryland. So we got that going for us compared to the game that we played, what was it, just a couple weeks ago. Uh, Just me tonight, no Isaac Ambrose or Trevor Valise. They got stuff going on, and uh, maybe mercifully so, because this is not going to be pretty. I think we can... uh, Understand that, but all that matters is you outscore them by one point when all is said and done. And you get the win without Kofi and move on. We got a lot to talk about as this game is going on tonight, and we are underway in College Park, 19.55 to go in the second half. On FS1, 37-35, this is Plummer over the left side of Grandison, over to DeMonte taking a baseline. He's looking for the reverse layup, but there is a foul on the floor. This is on Wright, who I don't even know if this kid played much in the first half. You know, it was interesting. The game started, and Dante Scott did not get the start for Maryland, and I don't know if that was a disciplinary thing or what, but I thought, maybe we aren't going to get him tonight. This is Plummer 3, up and good. He is on one tonight, as Isaac Ambrose texted in the thread. 38-37, Illinois, with 19.40 to go. We'll see about the defense. This is, to me, the biggest thing. Dante Scott gets his, and I'm not surprised. 10 points as opposed to the 14 he got in the first half against Illinois in that first game. And if you can somehow kind of neutralize him and Ayala and these second chance points for Maryland, which is a little bit concerning. Now, this is up and in. They're going to call Bazin's Verdank on the foul. And I want to see the replay on this. Wahab is having a really good game for Maryland. Right. Who? Exactly. One of those. <laughs> and this is the thing. It's no offense to Maryland, but it's really like, oh, you're going to play somewhat inspired basketball tonight. Go away. We don't need this right now when we got Kofi sitting. I am a little bit, I'm not disappointed with the effort from Illinois. I think the effort's there, but just some sloppy mistakes. And right there, yeah, seems like a reasonable foul call on Burdonk, who's playing a lot of minutes tonight. I feel a little more comfortable with him out there than Omar Payne, to be honest. So back to a two-point lead for Maryland. That's frustrating. So wait a second. Was that a long two for Plummer? Is that right? Okay, this is going to be Trent looking for Plummer. Plummer going to his left. It's a long two. It is up and no good. And then Maryland with the ball now, 19.05 to go, 40 to 38. Ayala wanted it, but no, Verdonk gets his hands in the passing lane, so a turnover, Illinois with the ball. This is Trent. He wants a three from up top, up and good. 41 to 40 for Illinois. Nice. Okay, so 18.50 to go. And okay, maybe my, oh, it was, a, and one for Maryland. I'm sorry, spaced out a little bit there. So that's why it's just a one-point weed for Illinois. They've scored five to Maryland's three. There's 18.35 to go in the half. Maryland, looking for something here in a half-court set. Ten coming up on the shot clock. This is Fats Russell. What a name. I'm going to say it often, I'm sure. This is Verdunc, and they're going to call an on-the-floor foul, I believe. Not a continuation. So it looks like Maryland will take it from underneath the basket. Second team foul on Illinois. Maybe Trent Frazier and Plummer can just hit three after three and we win this thing. It might come down to that because I don't know who else I can count on considering how bad Curbelo looked, and that's something we'll get into. And you got a little quick burst from Coleman Hawkins, five points, and then he looked, I don't know, he's, he's an interesting player. 41-40 to 40 with 18.20 to go. This is Fats Russell again, 10 on the shot clock. And who is this? It's not Dante Scott. You see, there's so many, like, 6-6 six, six tweeners on Maryland. They just seem to come in and out of the program. Long three is no good. DeMonte gets a good board. That took a weird carom off the rim. So a really good board from DeMonte. He gets a pick left from Verdunk. He finds Trent, who looks over for Grandison, over to Plummer. Three from the corner is up and no good. They don't call a foul. He got his leg out there. This is going to be Trent. No, he pump fakes. He's going to shoot a long two, up and good. So Trent's starting to warm up maybe a bit. And there's a stoppage in play, not sure why. Nice little sequence there for Illinois. Missed three from Plummer. Thought there was contact. They didn't call it. And then Trent gets his long two. All right, hey, uh, all of you in the Twitch thread, I'm going to be using this quite a bit. I got the computer, as you can see, right next to me, so I won't be won't be squinting at it tonight. Maryland with the ball and a turnover. DeMonte gets in the passing lane. Plummer is going to try to maybe take it himself. No, he finds DeMonte in the corner, taking a baseline up, and no good. This is Verdonk. It's good. Well done, Verdonk. couple... Garbage baskets for him tonight, and nice little touch around the rim. A quick timeout for Maryland, and it is a 45-40 to 40 Illinois lead. This is a continuing thread for Illinois this season. Really good out of halftime, so that is a sign of encouragement, I think. All right, before we get too far into this podcast, hopefully a victorious one for the love of God. Please be a victorious one. DPDoe online at dpdoe.com for all the best deals and prices. dpdoe.com. They deliver anywhere in Champaign Urbana. So, on this very frigid evening, let them deliver hopefully a celebratory Calzone to your doorstep, custom zones with any topping you want, or one of their favorites like the Maui Wowie or the Buffer Zone. 15 years in business, these guys. I was a sophomore at the U of I when they opened up, and there's a reason they're still in campus town. The best around that's dpdoe.com. We'll get to the other sponsors as we hit each break. Of course, that's 4th and Kirby, State Farm Agent Brian Hanson, and Rector Construction, and Illini Inquirer, and the Champagne Showers Podcast Network. So some BBV love on the chat thread. And I got to say, this is from Bobo. Offense is definitely there tonight, but defense not so much. Offense has been fine, you're right. I am more encouraged by what I saw from the defense, let's say from maybe the 12-minute mark of the first half to the 4-minute mark, What happened towards the end of the half, it it didn't really tick me off, like let's say the home game against Maryland. It was a general uh, messiness on the defensive rebounding end where all of a sudden Maryland, they had zero offensive rebounds with five to go, four to go. That quickly turned into four in the span of about two minutes, and it resulted in some second-chance points. They had seven second-chance points in that first half, and you had zero. Already, you have at least two. Second chance points in this half, thanks to BBV getting the miss from DeMonte. This is from Alani Mike. Honestly, if BBV just put in three or four of those putbacks a game, I'd be more than happy. I mean, I'm fine with the two that he's got right now. He might have to get the three or four tonight. But, you know, there's something about BBV that we saw early this season that encouraged me. He plays within himself. I mean, there was the one crazy shot that he missed, and I forget what game it was. It was maybe the worst miss I've seen in a long time of Alani basketball. But really, other than that, you see someone that plays pretty composed. He doesn't speed up. And for someone that doesn't have a lot of playing time, I think the Purdue game, the way that he handled that was not an aberration. You can't count on that good of a performance from BBV, but he doesn't seem to get flustered. And I think that's impressive for a guy that has not played much. And now he's getting thrown into these Big Ten games against good bigs. He's holding his own. I know there was an and one against him early this half, but I feel okay with him out there. Omar, you know, when we saw Curbelo fed him for the alley-oop, and, and I think maybe another basket as well. Omar, of course, has probably more talent, and he's got the uh, the size and the athleticism that makes you think, well, maybe he should be the rim protector, but to BBB's credit, he's not trying to do too much. He's just playing good ball, and it's kind of a fun story right now. So a 7 nothing Illinois run to give themselves a five-point lead was 17-20. Here's Fats Russell. Fats Russell to Dante Scott. This is Grandison on him. We'll see how Grandison does. We need him to pick something up for Illinois because, gosh, if, if he can get back to what he was doing, and a pretty lame foul call on Larry Skirorato. All these dimwits that I keep seeing them on these games, Scarado being one of them, Bo Borowski. And, you know, I didn't want to hit on the refereeing from Monday's game too much because it is, it is what it is. But the, the, the video making the rounds today on Twitter after Kofi, it's announced that he has a concussion, is Edie literally elbowing him in the face. And it was puzzling on Monday to see the favorable calls not go in Kofi's direction. This is Fats Russell. Why not? He'll get his. Maybe not the most efficient guy on offense, but he will get his. And yeah, Jay Wolfie, is, yeah, Jay Wolfie 24, I agree. Touch fouls, give me a break. This is Plummer. Passes up a three. Trent, he takes one instead. Up and good. So Trent's heating up. It's a six-point Illinois lead. Here's what I'm interested with 1630 to go. Maryland has let the wheels come off of them in recent games. Um, and, and they have made a few comeback efforts, but what happens for a team that's 1-6 and 9-9 and, nine and nine overall, what happens when a Kofi-less Illinois team goes on a heater and maybe goes up 8 or maybe goes up 9? By no means would I sit here and say, oh, game over, but I, I do have to question... Um, and this is wu who's kind of holding his wrist. And that's not good for Maryland. He's been probably their second-best player tonight. I-, I will be interested to see if Illinois can't distance themselves a little bit and maybe keep them at arm's length. going to be watching the defense specifically because Illinois is going to score. I'm not really worried about a scoring drought now. This is Fats Russell. This is going to be the Reese kid with the headband, the tall, lanky guy. It looks like a throwback from the 70s, ABA basketball or something. Okay, so this is going to be Fats Russell again up top, 10 on the shot clock. DeMonte's on him. Fats Russell wants to take it. Will he pop a three? No, he's going left. He's going to find... Is this Ayala? This is Plummer on him. Long three, it is up and no good, and they call a foul on Plummer. I think that's pretty ridiculous, and that's not... Excuse me, that's not Ayala. Who was that? I want to see the replay. I'm really just... The inconsistency with which the game is called. Plummer shoots up a three, gets fouled. No call. Unless he fell over himself. And if he did, that's exactly what happened with a Maryland guy who put his leg out, and then they call a foul on a three. Kiss my ass. I, I just, these officials, I understand it's not their full-time gig, but be better, and quit impacting games to this degree. I doubt that was a foul. Could you guys help me in the text thread, though? Maybe I got, okay, total bailout. I mean, and I know we're biased here, because I'm chatting with a bunch of Alani fans on Twitch, but it seemed to me like the old kick out the leg trick, and then fall over, and they call the foul. Well, what the hell was that not called for when Plummer got pummeled? Plummer got pummeled, okay. Yeah, so Bobo, I've seen Trent and Plummer literally get knocked down shooting threes, no foul, but they call a foul on that. It Just consistency. Give me the consistency. That's all I ask for. If you're going to call a bunch of touch fouls, call it on both. It just really disrupts the, disrupts the flow of the game, and we had a flow in the first half, a messy flow, but it was a nice little 45-minute half, you know? Easy in, easy out. Bunch of crap. Kiss my ass, refs. They suck. They just suck at their job. All right, I need to stop that. This is low-hanging fruit. I'm not going to do that. We got a game to win, and the refs are not going to be the difference, right? Right. Okay, 4th and Kirby. Online at fourthandkirby.com. You can buy vintage-inspired Illini apparel, including T-shirts, crewneck sweatshirts, and a new white hoodie from the 83-84 basketball season to commemorate those Big Ten champions. Hopefully, we have another Big Ten champion this year for this Illinois team Tonight will go a long way, but you can always remember what is maybe the best Illini team to not make a Final Four. And I love the 01 team, but for anyone that was around for the 83-84 team, the stories I hear about them, they were national title contenders, legit, and they ran into that buzzsaw at Rupp Arena, which is unfortunate. Speaking of officiating, see, I shouldn't do that. But fourthandcurby.com. we got another couple months of basketball season, so go get your new lucky shirt at fourthandcurby.com. All right, so thank you guys for tuning in on a Friday evening. You could be out and about. You could be having a happy hour with friends, and here you are with me as I'm alone in my basement studio. Simpsons game back there. My new pride and joy, as some of you saw last Friday during the Michigan Post game. This is from Lackland12. To be fair, the Courtney Green lay fouls typically help out the higher-ranked team. Hopefully that stays true tonight. That'd be great. You know, we don't need any help necessarily to win this. I think that overall, we're still a better team even without Kofi out there than Maryland. Now, the spread went from 7.5 to 3.5. And I get why. I mean, it's obvious why. But I will be interested as this half goes along to see if Illinois offensively, if they continue to play with this looseness. And if Trent and Plummer are hitting like this, I feel pretty good. Even if that means that they keep launching up shots. But when they're hot, keep going. And that without a Kofi, maybe that frees them up to... Just keep doing it. But what it will probably come down to to maybe gain some separation and feel a little bit better about things, it might come down to a Grandison hitting a couple shots. We know he's got it in him. He did hit 1-3 late against Purdue that was big. He did. But his struggles, I would really like to see that change. And, and I don't know. He's just been kind of there. I remember early last season, we had a joke on the podcast that Jacob Standison, because it's just like he's standing around and hanging out, and we didn't know what else he was doing. He's, of course, doing things out there, but we saw him be such an impact offensively that, that him going quiet from there is just puzzling. So three shots coming up for Maryland. A bailout with one second on the shot clock. My chat th- uh, chat thread friends seem to agree with me that that might have been a bit of a fluky call. A bunch of BS. This is Xavier Green. He misses that one. Ball, don't lie. Maybe he'll miss his third. <sighs> At least he won't get all three. You know, I mean, and it is a game of single points. I mean, that goes without saying that every single point matters, but especially without Kofi, the margin for error seems pretty small. So a three-pointer turns into a two after a weird foul call. Illinois with the ball. 11 assists on 17 field goals. Pretty good when you consider the Kofi's not in the game. This is Trent going left, a pick from Grandison. Trent now coming back to the top of the key. This is Plummer from the top of the key. Long three is up and no good. This is going to be a rebound to Grandison. Out of bounds, tipped out by Fats Russell. So, offensive rebound. Illinois will get another opportunity here. Good to see some of these balls go Illinois' way. It felt like the last five minutes of the first half, they did not. Three offensive boards already for Illinois this half. The best offensive rebounding team in the nation, according to Ken Palm. All right, so this is going to be Trent looking to throw it in. He does. Just in the nick of time, this is DeMonte bringing it back across half court. Okay, 15 on the shot clock. 15.35 to go. Trent going Right. Trying to get some separation. No push-off called, which is good. He finds DeMonte. DeMonte pump fakes the three. He's going to find Trent. He didn't want the three himself. I wish he would have taken it. And this is going to be a turnover. DeMonte, shoot the three. Shoot it. This pump fake thing isn't fooling anybody. And then a pass back to Trent to put him in a tricky spot with five on the shot clock. Shoot the three. 48 to 44. It's just decisions like that. I, I... and not that it's a bad decision inherently, but just come on. You can make that. I'd rather DeMonte shoot it and miss it than be passive like that. We got five on the shot clock for Maryland. This is Fats Russell. We'll have to. No, he does not launch a three. It's going to be Reese for a long three. It's, of course, it's good. Why wouldn't it be good? Oh, my God. Six-point lead down to five. Respond. You see, it's things like that where Kofi out, officiating, whatever. That was just maybe a six-point swing because you didn't shoot the three, and then you let them make one late in their shot clock from a guy who now that's his fifth three total on the season for Reese. This is Grandison with a corner three. It is up and good. Thank you, Grandison. A big one to go back up for. 51 to 47. 14.20 to go. I don't know about you guys, but I do like games that move briskly. Missed shot from Maryland just like that. I, I got some water. I missed You even missed the shot. 14 10 to go. This is trying A chance to go up six or seven. He wants three. Ah, no good. It looked good. And a nice close out there from Reese on the board. So this is Fats Russell again. Stop the ball. Stop the ball. Going to get a pickup high from Reese. He wants another three. No, he's going to take it in. This is BBV. And they're going to call no foul. Get, the, get it, Grandison. Oh, my God. This is going to be Dante Scott. He wants it against BBV. Will he go baseline? Uh, he's going to go back into the lane. BBV keeps him in front of him. Just get the rebound, Grandison. Jesus. I hate those second chance points. BBV does what he can, but come on. Don't let this— and By the way, there's like 500 people there tonight, so it's not. It's like a scrimmage. Um, it's things like that from the guys that should be doing better that make that this a little frustrating. Didn't expect to blow out, but I would have liked cleaner basketball because Kofi being out does not have much to do with these silly mistakes. This is DeMonte with a long three. It is up and no good. Grandison gets it. What the hell was that tip? I don't know, guys. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what the hell he's doing. He tips it back like it's a freaking ping pong ball when he could have just grabbed it. I don't know. Now it's a tie game. Six-point lead, five-point lead. Those are both quickly erased. This is DeMonte trying to take the lane. He runs into BBV. He finds Grandison, and up and good. Thank you, Grandison. But it's just erratic stuff that I don't understand why. Why? All right. Calm down, Carp. This turned into the at Nebraska game. This is one of those games, though, that when, when I found out Kofi was out, it's like, oh, well, you know, that's a bummer, of course, but I'm sorry, if you want to win the Big Ten, you have got to win this game. Um, Because we got a a break last night with Indiana beating Purdue. Road games do not get much easier than this. Nice job by Trent. And a good no call by the officials on a steal. He gets it from Fats Russell. Two-point Illinois lead, he wants it. Trent looks for a BBV and a travel? No, well done BBV. So he is, I think, three for four from the field. I got to give kudos to this kid, man. He has just came up big. There was a comment from Len Elmore earlier. that's. It was almost like, yeah, you aren't, you aren't losing much with BBV in there instead of Kofi. I And I might have gotten it just out of context when he said it. But I was like, I like him a lot. But in all honesty, he's giving you everything you could ask for. And a missed shot by Reese. I mean, a bunny, and he misses it. Maybe BBV's getting in his head. <laughs> man. 55-51, Illinois a chance here to go back up six or seven. So just like that, right? Um, the good thing is that these back and forth, it's going from a five or six point Illinois lead to a tie game and not vice versa, right? You aren't playing catch up. You're trying to stretch a lead and, and maybe get control of this game with 11 minutes to go. This is Trent. He shakes the guy out of his shoes, but unfortunately misses the three. Fats Russell gets a break here and he's going to take it and miss it. And this is Ayala on the rebound. Again, you need to get the board. Not cleaning up down there tonight. That's two offensive rebounds in the last few possessions for Maryland. 55-51. to Fats Russell, what is he going to do? He's going to take the basket. No, he's going to pass it to Reese. Reese looking for, who's this? A miss two. Okay, good. So Illinois with the ball again, 10-40 to go. I'm looking for Maryland to start struggling from the field. Just like the first game against them. They're 5 for 11 though this half, Illinois is 8 for 15. So we're over 50%, they're just under 50%. Here's Plummer. He wants something. He gets the ball kind of stripped from. Him. There's going to be a foul on Maryland. That's their second and Illinois' fourth. So free throws may not be a big factor in this game. Okay, here we go. Phew. Illinois 4-point lead going to a break here with 10-27. 200 level brought to you by State Farm agent Brian Hansen online at brianismyguy.com for life, auto, home, business, renters, you name it. Brian is my guy, and he can be your guy as well at brianismyguy.com. We got homeowners and auto from Brian and a great State Farm price, of course, but it was really the service that made it really easy for us when we moved to our new place. And uh, he's just a good dude, and you want to be able to trust your insurance people. And I can give you the CARB stamp of approval. You can trust Brian Hansen. That's Brian is my guy. Dot com. And uh, the other sponsor, of course, is Rector Construction. And while it may be freezing cold right now, you can get any home exterior project done through these guys at Rector Construction. Get a free estimate today at RectorConstruction.com. Expert craftsmanship, great customer service. You might even talk to Isaac Ambrose when you give him a call. RectorConstruction.com. All right, I'm going to take a look here at the old box score. So here's what we got right now with 1027 to go. 55 to 51 Illinois. Benjamin for Verdunck. Six points. Only one board. But you know what? You're getting offensive production from the five, and that's more than I could have asked for. Grandison, nine points. So he has five this half. Only one board. What's that about? Three boards for Plummer on 17 points. 17 points for him. Six for 11 from the field. Five for nine from three. DeMonte, one point. But... And I know, you know, come on, you you want more production from him, but six rebounds and five assists on a night where Illinois Illinois is not rebounding as well as we've grown accustomed to. DeMonte's still getting his. Trent, he's got 13 points on five of eight shooting, two boards, four assists. All right, so uh, as I look over at Maryland, Wahab is still on the bench. That could be big because he's got 11 points and four rebounds. Uh, Let's see the full box score here and make sure I'm getting everybody. Has Dante Scott scored this half? I think he has. He had one basket, and that was a well-defended basket over BBV. Ayala still stuck at seven. That's Russell with 12 points. Uh, six for 11 shooting for him. He's got seven boards. You know, that's Russell may not be the best player, right? But he gets his, and he's kind of a spark plug. So he's not someone that maybe makes the guys around him better. But uh, he he's fun to watch. He's fun to watch. And I think he's a one-year thing, right? Because he had four years at Rhode Island. Huh. From Lackland12, Hawkins gave good minutes in the first half. would like to see him back out there. You know, I, I, I would and I wouldn't. I, yes, he gave you the five-point spark. But then there was the turnover on offense. There was somewhat inexplicable. There was a the defensive series where he didn't go around the, sc- the screen, and it led to a Maryland easy basket for them. I, I, I get you, Lackland. I, I wouldn't mind necessarily seeing him either. But from IA to Baby, username of the week. No offense to uh, Fart Mountain. Remember, Underwood to BBB on the bench Monday, best player on this team. Okay, so this, this is my buddy Kenton, and we were sitting by the Illinois bench, and that was one of the tirades that Underwood had in the second half. He was pretty much composed, even as all these bad foul calls were being made. And uh, there was one moment where he was walking down the bench, and he said something, something, best player on the team. And maybe it was about BBV playing that well, and come on, you guys can't match that? Um, So I don't know about a backhanded compliment or something, but okay, so this is from Kripno. Cimbello time will be huge, I think. Well, we'll see. Uh, I have not seen the five that are out there right now. Again, I'm on Hulu. Trent's sitting down, so it's got to be Curbelo out there, and he is. These three minutes are huge. Can Curbelo help you get something? He finds Hawkins for a three. It is no good, and it's going to be... A rebound to Maryland. Don't mind the shot. Hawkins did make a three in the first half, and it was very easy. Um, This lineup right now, though, you do have Plummer out there and Grandison. I'd rather them be getting the three. So if that was a design play, okay, fine. Uh, This is going to be Dante Scott, no good. And Curbelo, uh, I mean, (laughs) if you're going to foul, foul hard, and he did. Will it be a shooting foul? I guess we'll find out. Maryland gets yet another second chance opportunity, so this will be Reese going to the line. I think Cribello has three fouls in like seven minutes of play. He's looked bad, guys, and I hate it because if he's cleared, he's good to go, and we should expect maybe some growing pains. I didn't need 20 points like Purdue. I need more than this. If you're going to win this game, he can't go over, and foul and turn the ball over. Come on. Don't even be a star. Just be a guy that can come off the bench. Be as productive as BBV. Is that too much to ask? All right. Ten minutes to go. It is a three-point Illinois lead. Reese with one more free throw. It is up. No good. Get the board, you Oh, my God. Omar Payne, he's out. BBV is back in, as he should be. Sit down. Now Omar, it's a free throw, and you can't get the rebound off his ankle or something because he wasn't there quick enough. Come on, and this is going to be a three-pointer for Maryland. It's up and no good. Thank God, dodged a bullet, and BBV's back in there, so maybe we'll be okay. This is going to be Cribello. He finds Hawkins. Cribello left his feet and had to find Hawkins there. That was a little bit dangerous. Plummer, with the ball, he wants something here. He's taking it left. He gets fouled. Now, the question is, will they call it on the floor or shot? I'm guessing on the floor, but maybe we'll get lucky here. Sorry to get fired up, everybody. but (laughs) Exactly. You had one job, as Illini Orange Chainsaw said. You had one job. And then you can't corral the rebound off the free throw. What the heck? Get it. Okay, so this is somehow a shooting foul. <laughs> Lackland 12 says, okay, I rescind my Hawkins comment. Plummer misses a free throw. His second missed free throw of the year. Now, keep in mind, the first one was against Missouri. You did okay in that game. Let's see if he can make this one to go back up four. Plummer's got 17 on the night. He's 6 for 11 from the field, 5 of 9 from 3. Second free throw is up and good. Okay, so four-point lead for Illinois. Free throws, I'm guessing they're shooting about in the mid 60%. Five for seven. Oh, five for seven. Better than I thought. So DeMonte missed one and Plummer missed one. Hawkins made both, now that I recall. That's Russell. He spins and jukes and uh, foul on Payne. Yeah, uh, terrible defense by Curbello, who has brought you nothing tonight. And I hate to say that, but he's brought you nothing. And I don't think you'll see Curbello in there for much of the last nine minutes. And it's weird. I mean, you know, he's coming back, and again, it's, I don't need 20 points. I just, you can't have nothing. You can't have nothing from him. You're getting nothing. Mo- just maddeningly frustrating right now. And you see these guys like Payne, Hawkins sometimes that just look clueless. What the hell? You're a freshman. All right, so this shot is up and good. It's a two point game. Illinois continues to be na- unable to put Maryland away, and I'm not surprised by that, but you're you're helping them. You're giving them second chances, silly fouls, putting them at the line. Six fouls on Illinois already. This is a three from Plummer. It is up, it is no good. That one was a little bit off balance, and this is going to be a rebound for Maryland, a chance to tie or take the lead. This is Dante Scott. Hawkins on him. Oh, God. Ugh. Here's Fats Russell. Plummer on him. Ugh. Love Plummer offensively, but... This is Fats Russell taking it to the rim, and Curbelo gets a hand in there. Great job by in the, uh getting his hand there to break it free. This is going to be Plummer. He gets blocked. crebello corrals it. This is going to be a three-point opportunity for Diamante. No good. He's got to make that. Okay, so a board for? Grab it. I don't know what to say. Just grab the board. Just grab it. And they don't. Out of bounds, Maryland ball. And I'm watching a Danny Manning coach team. This is taking me back to that Wake Forest game and Brad Underwood's first year where you're you're just like, we aren't even, the other team isn't even good. Maryland's not very good right now. And Kofi being out or not, you got to find a way to win. You got to get those loose balls. And right now in the last few minutes, it's felt like the last five minutes of the first half. That's Russell kind of winding around here. This is going to be Reese. He wants a three. It is up and it is good. I don't know. Omar's out there, but he's not there. He's not actually there, right? He's a body on the court, but he's not actually in the game right now. Oh, good Lord. One point lead for Maryland. And you're right, Lackland. Whenever easy on the road in the Big Ten. Yeah, and we're, we are going to sweat this one, uh, Kripnos. This is going to be Curbelo up and good. Wow, nice little shot. So 58 to 57. Found a spot, made it. Thank goodness he made that. It's back to a one-point Illinois lead. Maybe you will get Kerbelov down the stretch here. Maybe to get Trent playing off the ball so he can get some threes. This is going to be another, okay, almost a turnover by Maryland, but not quite. There there, there is uh, 12 on the shot clock. 7.30 to go. This game is just going quick, guys. It's only 7.35. Easy two for Maryland. Just poor defense against a team that's not good offensively. You know, it just pisses me off. That's not Kofi being out. 28 points from Maryland. Now, that has something to do with Kofi being out. But you're letting them get by you at will. And this is a lot like why they took a four-point lead in the first half at State Farm Center. Yeah, just a little frustrating. And just stupid. A no-look pass to Omar from Curbello. Set them both down. Sit them both down. I can't do this lackadaisical crap. When you have a big 10 title on the line and maybe you lose this, then we're going to do what we did last year where we kind of scale that back. I want a freaking banner. And if I sound like a madman right now, it's because you can see these things from a mile away and all you're asking is just go out there and beat a bad team. That's all you're asking. Kofi or not go out there and beat a bad Maryland team. Jesus Christ. You're right. It was a miserable pass. Kirk knows, it was an absolutely miserable pass. With a guy that you played a game with or two, probably have not done that in practice very much. And of course he doesn't have the awareness to get it. That's not his game. Other than the four minutes at Nebraska, you can't count on Omar Payne to be Johnny on the spot offensively. It's just that's not what he's gonna do for you. So it is a one-point Maryland lead, 730 to go. We're gonna sweat this out. And it's just, could someone other than Trent or Plummer do something? Grandison, do an effect. But we're like a rudderless ship right now. And for a, guy, for a team with this many old guys, get it done. Jesus. All right, sorry. Maybe I need to chill out. I was very calm in the first half, but then you, you get the urgency going. This is not a tough road environment. 500 freaking people there. It's a glorified scrimmage against a team that's one and six in the Big Ten for a reason. And I don't want to hear about, well, they got more talent than the record indicates. Eventually, you are what your record is. Maryland sucks. So if you lose, it's a bad loss and it will remain so. Kofi or not, you aren't going to get a ton of well, I don't think at least. Is the is the selection committee going to hold it against you as much as they would if Kofi had played? Maybe not, but when they got so many resumes to sort through. That's just one more loss. It's, it's just up there with the Cincinnati's and the Marquette's. But I, I can't say worse because it's technically a true road game. But is it, is it really a true road game when you're playing in an empty gym? I, I've never quite understood that. It is a different environment. But it is certainly not, uh, how to say, intimidating. <laughs> like You won at Iowa. You wanted at Iowa. And that's actually a tough place to play. Real quick, I agreed, Big Tota. Don't leave it up to the selection committee. Do what you have to do. But more importantly right now, with a Big Ten title to win, you just got a gift last night. You got a gift when Purdue lost at in Indiana, despite Trace Jackson Davis playing like 10 minutes and scoring two points. Don't squander that gift, because you know that Purdue is still the team to beat. And for all we know, Wisconsin might lose at home to Michigan State tonight. I don't count on it, but they might. So get it done. 7.05 to go. Maryland ball. They're up one. And other than a Trent Frazier three or an Alfonso uh, Plummer three, I don't know where I can trust offense is going to come from because as good as the offense was early in this half, the last four minutes were just rough. And I don't think you play Curbelo. I just, I don't. When he's bad, it's hard for him to shake it off. He made one shot for you. He had one alley-oop to Omar Payne, but he is just killing you. But he's out there. Okay. Plummer is not. This is going to be Dante Scott taking it on DeMonte. It is up and good. Can't defend him. I mean, it's a bad matchup for DeMonte, but Dante Scott is 14 or 16 points right now, whatever it is. Three-point Maryland lead. He gets what he wants when he wants it. Who can do that for Illinois? Down the stretch, that's the question. Okay, so Illinois still has one more made field goal this half, but they've lost a point from the um, two-point deficit they held at halftime. So a foul on Maryland, only their third in the half. So again, free throw is probably not going to be a factor for Illinois. Unfortunately, they may be for Maryland because Illinois has got six, and that is the fourth foul for Maryland. So we'll see if that evens up here. All right, here's Trent. He's going right. This is uh, Curbelo. Curbelo from the free throw line. It's up and no good. A 9-2 scoring run for Maryland in the last three minutes. Not much to say other than just uh, either you're going to win it or you aren't. And uh, if you don't, well, TS. 6-2 and two ain't going to feel too good. Kofi or not. And this is Scott. This is BBV on him. Scott going baseline, trying to turn back around. He gets the foul and won. This will be a six-point lead after he makes the free throw. And all 500 fans in Maryland are going nuts. For their interim coach, Danny Manning, a lost season where they won't accomplish Jack squat. And you are in the danger zone in College Park. Because why not? Honestly, this is the kind of thing where it, Illinois is fully responsible for this. Not the refs. Not like Maryland played a fantastic game. You're just getting outplayed. And that's a shame. That's a shame because second chance points and offensive rebounds will tell you you're just getting outplayed. Six-point Maryland lead. This is it with six minutes to go. And you don't have a sure-fire easy two with Kofi out there, so you got to get your points elsewhere. And I'm afraid there's going to be some forced threes, maybe less in rhythm, and we'll see if they fall. If not, then this gets pretty dangerous pretty quick. This is DeMonte going baseline. He finds... Grandison with a nice feed, and that's going to be a four-point lead now for Maryland with 5.35 to go. Can you somehow get this knotted up at the under-four timeout? That's the question. 5.30. Here's Fats Russell over to, uh, okay, Dante Scott. Just so not even defended. Hmm. Maybe the guy that now has 20 points, you actually get a freaking body on him. Now, BBV was down there. I don't know if that was his guy or not, but he was nowhere to be found. Here's a steal. Maryland is going to go up 8 or 9. That's Russell taking it to the rim. There's going to be, no, wow, Grandison with a clean block. This is Trent. He's going to find Grandison. We need to hit this. Made it. 66 to 63 and a quick timeout from Underwood. Maybe the shot of the game if you come back and win this damn thing. God, the defense has just been absolute crap, you know. Not to be Debbie Downer, but the defense has been garbage. And I I can take a hard-fought loss. Purdue, right? And I know that's not a lot of opponents like Purdue. I can accept that because you defended the hardest that you could. You rebounded the best you could. You just were one shot away from a team that was better than you. And you had some bad luck in that game and all that. There's not that much bad luck in this game. What's the bad luck for Illinois? I mean, a couple more fouls called on you. Maybe a couple more free throws attempted for Maryland. But for the most part, the refs have let them play here in the second half. So I can't point to that. So will Illinois find a way to get this win? And if so, we can breathe a massive sigh of relief. And I'll give them credit for getting the damn win. That's what it's all about. Shut me up, Illinois. Please, shut me up. And certainly, uh a bounce-back game for Jake. But you know what? Monday was a bounce-back game for Curbelo, his comeback, and he lost. I don't need. I want the bounce-back game and the win. I want to combine the bounce-back game and the win. But you aren't going to win unless you get stops. The block and the three for Grandison. Will that be the turning point in the game? God, I hope so. All right, here's Maryland. Half-court set here, 20 on the shot clock. Ayala, over to Reese, working off the perimeter. This is going to be Dante Scott. Do you go help him? Because Reese has already hit two threes. I think you got to help him, guys. Help him. Dante Scott up and good. So it's not working. And that's, what, that's the adjustment at the timeout. You know what they're going to do, and you don't double them up. You don't get a different guy on him. DeMonte, go out there and do it again. DeMonte's giving them four or five inches to this guy. What's he going to do? And DeMonte turns it over. Jesus Christ. And a stupid foul that will send Maryland to the line. So there's the good vibes. Gone. He can't defend him, and you keep doing it, and then he turns the ball over. So your seniors the seniors die hard. Right now, other than Trent and Plummer, oh, Grandison's been good. <laughs> you got to be better. You have to be better. This is pissing me off, man. And they make the free throw to go back up six. Eventually, time runs out. And you don't have enough. You don't have enough in the tank to get that. And you're right, Big Tota, but you know what? These are easy shots for Dante Scott. I mean, he's not doing much. He's getting where he wants to, and it's easy. And we aren't making any adjustments. So that's on Underwood. And it's also on this team for not knowing, going into this game, every freaking game in the Big Ten counts. Man, you think DeMonte got fouled, Wolfie? I mean, a hand got in there, but he was in no man's land, 18 feet from the basket on the baseline. He could have, I guess, tossed it to Plummer, but he was two feet in front of him. All right, here's Trent. They need a shot in the worst way. Plummer finds Hawkins. Hawkins finds Frazier. I think Frazier's just going to get a pick up top here from Omar and and try to do something. Hawkins at the three. It's up and no good. Not the guy you want shooting the three when you're down six late in the game. 350 to go. Wow, guy. I don't know. You know, it's just a bummer because now you're down seven. Three possession game. They hit another shot, and then you're you're really just behind the eight ball. Omar gets a big block. All right, Trent's got to hit a three. It's up. No good. Grandison gets a board. This is going to be Plummer has to be a three. They call it travel on Plumber, And it'll be Maryland ball and a timeout on the court, I believe, right? Uh, We're going to lose to this scrub-ass Maryland team, and it pisses me off. And it doesn't—it takes a little bit of juice out of the Michigan State. You know, like, this is the thing, right? As a fan, you look forward to games, and you get pumped up, and and part of it is the lead-up to it, right? You tell me you're 7-1, getting that road win without Kofi, and that's the most alarming thing about tonight, is I would not say just because Kofi's in there that automatically you win. You might respond and say, come on, Carp, Of course if Kofi's in there, you win. The way he's been playing, you know, this has just been a messy affair for Illinois. So, yeah, Kofi would get his, but that would have been probably at the expense of Plummer hitting another couple threes or, you know, so I, I don't know. Would it have given you a better shot? hundred percent. But the way that this thing is sort of unraveling, I don't think has much to do with Kofi being out. So I don't know, man. Uh, it's, it's frustrating for a team this old with so much on the line. And it's like, you want to just guys, I know it's tough to win on the road in the big 10, but this was the easiest road game left. And you've been so good on the road. You lay a stinker every now and then. Best player out, I get all that, but I don't buy that as enough of a reason to lose tonight. I don't. It's just very frustrating. And this is from Big Def. Uh, Carp, I love your optimism this week, but it was simply easy to see this game coming. I honestly thought this would have been a toss-up at Kofi played. Um, and maybe so. Maybe there. I was viewing the mental side of it one way. Because there is the hangover effect after a big home game. Purdue was a massive game, two overtimes. Mentally, you expend so much. Physically, you expend so much. But the way that the team was talking afterwards, I bought into this notion that, you know, we see the video from Underwood afterwards. Hey, I really like what I saw. And it felt like they were positive after the game. And they had reasons to be. That it was the best way that a loss like that could feel, right? And that they would carry that into the rest of the week and and be on a mission and understand that this Maryland team that was leading at halftime at State Farm Center was not maybe the best matchup for them. So let's go in there, play with a fire under our butts and win this game. That might be oversimplistic. Of course, the game has to be played out and there's some shots that fall and shots that don't and and sometimes the ball just bounces a certain way. But this, while it's not a question of effort, it is so messy, almost inexcusably so. Because Kofi's not running point. Kofi's not the guy that the offense has to run through for this thing to look halfway decent. And Kofi... Doesn't guard the perimeter and keep the guys from getting to the basket. He's merely a rim protector. And by the way, not a very good rim protector in the last couple games. So I don't think this changes all that much with Kofi out there. And I think you're right, Big Dev. I think it's if it's a seven-point game now, maybe Kofi out there, it's a three-point game now. But I would say the way these two teams have been playing, it'd probably still be a Maryland lead. Now, you're going to need a borderline miracle here with Maryland ball, 70-63. to 63. Seventeen to seven run for Maryland. You had a three. Okay, so that would mean doing some quick math here. You were fifty six to fifty two, right? Fifty six to fifty two, and usually this team has been pretty good in closing time. Not tonight, and 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 a bad loss on the resume. I mean, it's it's at Maryland. Maryland at home would have been one of those quad two or quad three losses. Maybe this is a quad two loss because I would assume that they're in that section of the net rankings, I'm not I'm not sure. And those things will play out. And you can steal a road win that maybe you didn't expect. But all of a sudden, you know, I looked at this as it, road wins don't get easier than this, Kofi or not. And, yeah, free throws this half, Maryland 9 for 11, you're 1 for 2. But in defense of that stat, they're getting to the rim at will. We don't have guys that are getting to the rim. Curbelo isn't really even going to the rim himself. He's settling for... 15-foot jump jump shots. All right, 3 minutes to go. Maryland ball, 10 the shot clock. They're just trying to both kill time and get a dagger. This is going to be Dante Scott. This is Hawkins on him. Fats Russell will shoot a 3. It is up and no good and a board here for Grandison. Illinois needs a shot in the worst way. It's not over yet, but it's truly just one possession at a time. You got to be damn near perfect. Cribello gets into the lane and he misses it, but he will go to the line and shoot two. okay, that was a good look for him. It didn't go in. His shot isn't there, so you can chalk that up to I guess getting back into it. <sighs> just make these free throws. make it interesting, I guess. and um twitch stream, I apologize for <laughs> histrionics, maybe you know it's it's just I really really want that big Ten title. I really do. And um, a 6-0 start affords you a, a pretty good chance to do it. But it can just as easily be a slip-up here that you look back on last two games of the year when you got home games against Penn State and Iowa, and you feel pretty good about those that you're like, ah, oh, man, if that one game, we could have gotten that back. Now, Corbello makes both. It is a five-point game with 240 to go. By the way, a Big death finds that Maryland is 111 in the, in, in the net, That would be a quad two loss. I think that's right because it's on the road. Home loss would have been either quad three or quad four loss. Okay, so this is going to be Reese up top. He, okay, good defense so far from Illinois. There's 10 on the shot clock. Come on. Hold strong and give yourselves a chance. This is Dante Scott. Too easy. And the foul. And Hawkins doesn't help. I I, I don't, I'd say I want to see the replay, but I don't know if I want to. (laughs) I mean, and, and you know what? It's true, Lackland, We don't have anyone that can guard Scott. But I see Hawkins standing on the baseline defending Reese as if he's the threat right there. So either these guys aren't getting the memo or they aren't being coached to do this. I don't know which is worse. And there's going to be a guy like Dante Scott on NCAA tournament caliber teams. And, and fortunately, it hasn't bit us too much yet. But, uh, man, this is going to be Trent looking for DeMonte, looking for Grandison. The three is up and no good. And this is going to be an easy board, and they're going to call foul on Illinois. So this is going to get probably whittled away as a Maryland fan flexes, and they will go to 2-6 and in all likelihood in the Big Ten. And you'll go to 6-2. and And of the Big Ten contenders, who has the worst loss right now? I mean, Wisconsin. They have a loss at, where is Wisconsin's loss? Rutgers? Uh, maybe. And that's not great, but it's a better loss than this. I mean, Jesus, you can't win this game. All of a sudden, I am thinking about like a Rutgers, like, oh, God. When you actually go to a packed house at Piscataway. Eight-point lead for Maryland. Just really frustrating and stupid. I hate this Maryland team. I hate Maryland. Why do these guys have our number? Why is this Brad Underwood's bugaboo? Figure it out, Brad. Figure it out. F- his best coaching job? As an alumni coach so far. But this was a stinker tonight. And because, <laughs> but it's also on the players, you know, 22 to 9 scoring run against this scrub ass team. So, Curbelo off of his foot, and that's going to be it. All right, I'm going to start doing the sponsors and getting ready to go. DP Doe online at dpdoe.com. Fourth and Kirby online at fourthandkirby.com. Rector Construction online at rectrconstruction.com. And State Farm agent Brian Hanson online at Brian is my guy. Dot com ts Jarrett says marquette level corbello he was bad tonight but now you're gonna lose by maybe double digits now there's a net ranking thing i think that goes with that uh, just just unfortunate look at look i mean i don't know i don't want to say that i had this you know feeling of invincibility with this team but i felt like they were better than this i really did And this just takes some wind out of the sails going into Michigan State. You can get it right back by beating Michigan State, but then you got to go and you got to get one at Northwestern. I didn't think that you could afford a loss in this stretch, in this three-game stretch, and feel good about a Big Ten title. (sighs) I mean, you know, Bobo, you say, no way this team makes a deep run. They can't play well if Kofi's in foul trouble. Something to that. 120 to go, another foul on Illinois. Corbello may foul out of this game. Just bad. Just bad, bad, bad. Lackland asked, momus was Plummer's last shot? Great question. And I'm not going to sit here and say, well, Maryland shut him down. No, no. At 1-6, Maryland doesn't shut people down. Illinois got in their own way tonight, shot themselves in the foot, and they got outplayed. And that is wholeheartedly disappointing. Haven't been this pissed in a while. You'd have to go back to November. And... If this is the kind of effort you're going to get in the middle of a Big 10 season, you know, we saw it last year at about the same time. Um, there wasn't the red hot streak leading up to it, but you had two losses in a row against Ohio State and Maryland. So maybe you can take solace in that and there's a lot of games left to be played, but um Tuesday's really going to tell a lot to me. You know, and now we're missing threes and Maryland's just going to run this out on you. Feel bad for any Illinois fan. Not not many probably made the trek from Champaign all the way there, but um, I did not expect this. This is just a damn shame. And they better come out guns blazing Tuesday night. And you better damn well help the Michigan State beats Wisconsin tonight. Because guess what, ladies and gentlemen? If you look at the end of the season and we lose the Big Ten by a game to Wisconsin, I need to find something in the studio to break. What should it be? It's not gonna be the Simpsons game. I love that thing. It's not gonna be in my cool posters. I will find something expendable that I can break. Because I'll need to if Wisconsin wins the stupid title and we don't. I can't do that. Okay, Michigan State at Northwestern, Wisconsin at Indiana at Purdue. In this stretch, if you want to win the Big Ten title after losing tonight, I think you got to go 3-2 and at absolute worst and probably 4-1, and and I don't know how that shakes out. At Indiana and at Purdue and at Northwestern, can you get two of those three and beat Michigan State and Wisconsin at home? You can. Will you? (laughs) And if it's like last year, you will. You know, if it's like last year, and actually, um, well, no, it was two years ago where you had that five-game stretch, including Maryland at home on a Friday, and that kept you from getting a Big Ten title. I swear to God, if these jokers keep us from another Big Ten title. Rip the curtain down? Yeah, the curtain back there, there's a hole in the ceiling. And that's why the curtain's there. And it's also good for acoustics. If I'm playing the drums, it kind of muffles that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was an absolute stinker. And not only a stinker, but they embarrassed themselves late. And they gave up. Incredibly disappointing. And on that note, I hope you have a good rest of your Friday evening. This weekend, I'm watching movies. I'm not thinking about basketball. And frankly, I don't want to watch Michigan State, Wisconsin. This is a sour taste, and maybe we all need a little break until Tuesday for this team, and they got to win. They got to win that. Bills game? When is that Bills game, Bobo? Bulls game, yes, that's right. Well, Iowa's doing fantastic. That is a great story. All right, hey, Twitch stream, thank you guys for tuning in, and uh, I really do appreciate it, and hopefully it was um, my histrionics were at least entertaining. And for those... Listening to the podcast, you must be a glutton for punishment if you've made it this far. Illinois loses, but I don't even know the final score, and I don't care to look it back up. An embarrassing second half, and uh, very dis- very disappointing. Not at all what I expected. All right, hey, Big Duff, thank you, man. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in on the Twitch stream. Go enjoy some beverages and the rest of your Friday evening. And for the folks at home listening to the podcast, thank you for tuning in as well. For... Let's see. DP Doe, (laughs) Fourth and Kirby, State Farm Agent Brian Hansen, and Rector Construction. For Lana Inquirer and the Champagne Showers Podcast Network, this has been a very angry episode of The 200 Level.